Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja. Happy one year anniversary for Rainbows Rising. It has been one whole year that I have been doing this podcast. And I want to thank you guys so much for coming back week after week after week, for listening to those extra long interviews, and for giving me your feedback and for uh, coming for, for personal sessions. It really, truly means so much to me that you guys are out there doing work, that you're supporting the work I do, that the work that I do is helping you. And I just, I just really want to thank you guys and take a minute letting you know that it means a lot to have your support. So moving on, this month, we're actually going to be talking about belief systems. We're going to be talking about um, how those belief systems affect our development, how they affect how we interact with other people, how it affects the pressure we put on ourselves, and more. So when people talk about belief systems, we have a tendency to immediately jump to, you know, a traditional religion uh, like Catholicism or Christianity, uh, Judaism, etc. But when I talk about belief systems, I'm also talking about the belief patterns that we pick up from our parents when we are younger. Belief patterns involving our self-worth, belief patterns involving money, belief patterns involving how we love, what kind of love we deserve. Um, So these are all factors. These are all things that we subconsciously manifest into our realities when we are not conscious about the belief patterns that we carry. So, um, one of the things that I, while, while kind of sitting with myself and thinking about this month and, and our theme, I recognize that I am a workaholic. For those of you out there who don't know all that I do, Besides this podcast that I do as, you know, most of the time weekly, I also have a private practice. Um, I take clients um, regularly. I have two children uh, that are young. They're, they're under the age of seven. And I also have an online school that I have fallen very behind <laughs> in. Um, but I, I mentor people. And I, I have a lot of people that I, that I help with projects and um, I help put together, you know, art things. I, I do a lot of uh, just helping people with advertising and stuff. So I, I really spread myself very thin and I put a lot of effort into my friends, into my colleagues, into my clients 
And a belief pattern that I have is that if I if I give and give and give and care, that that stuff will eventually come back to me. And I, you know, I recognize that I am I'm tired. <laughs> and I think self-care is extremely important. And I always tell my clients, hey, if you are tired, call into work sick. So after this episode, I'm going to call into work sick for the next week, you guys. You know, you hold me accountable. I, I am going to take a whole week off of podcasting and clients and everything uh, so that I can revamp my, my brand, Rainbow Raja and Rainbows Rising that I can come back with a lot more energy and clarity to be a better vessel to share information with all of you. So that that's that's a belief system that I hold. And some other some other things that I I've recognized about myself um when contemplating negative belief systems, things that are, you know, impacting our growth for myself. Like, because really, when I'm able to observe where I am faltering and I can present it to you guys, that will, that will give you guys a, a way to observe your own belief patterns. So, for me, I've always been very averse to money because I have memory when I was in another lifetime where my my community or my tribe or my my town would provide for me. I remember having a hut, having a plot of land, and when people needed my services, they would come to me with food offerings, um, blankets that they hand sewed, and they would ask for medicine work to be done. I remember sitting on my, uh, it was almost like a patio, but it really wasn't a patio. It was like a, like a, like a little wooden cage outside my door. (laughs) Um, I would sit there and I'd just look out at my crop field and uh, just listen to nature and and receive visitors from time to time is a very calming, peaceful time. And uh, in this day and age, there is a hustle. And I'm a great salesperson. Don't get me wrong. I'm great at it. I can I can I can you know let people know what I do and people get really interested in what I do and um, but I it's not something. I understand. It's just something that uh, I've had to become to survive. I I think that that belief system that I have about how the world should work in this utopian society where we all should be exchanging goods on a trade-like basis, uh, on a offering basis, on a giving, loving basis, uh, it's it's maybe outdated. Because money is that same exchange 
because there's so much exchanging happening. There's no way that we could possibly keep up uh, by making goods or exchanging things we already have um, when there's so many goods out there that are brand new. Um, you know, I, I like to shop at thrift stores as much as I can, but I know that you can't receive everything used. So I'm working on changing my own belief system about money. And I recognize that my time is worth worth a considerable amount. That the amount of energy I put into my healings and the channelings I do is... It sometimes puts me out for days. And so I'm going to start respecting and honoring my my own energy and uh, kind of stop, stop trying to give everybody discounts. <laughs> That's what I've always done. I've always felt that healing should be available to everyone. There should be no, you know, no limit. Um, everybody should be able to get healing, get help and salvation when they feel lost. And that's been like a long-held belief of mine that I think I really have to change in order to to honor and respect my own energy, my own efforts. Um, and as someone who has come so far, you know, I haven't really shared too much of my own personal journey with you listeners, um, but I... I was in a place where I probably could have never held down a normal job. I was not, I was just not a, a balanced individual. I'm talking like over 10 years ago, you guys, like definitely this was back in my teen years. My parents never thought I'd be able to hold down a job. Um, I really questioned whether or not I was ever going to function in society um, and I learned, you know, massage, I went to massage school, and I, I went and I learned Reiki, um, which at the time when I first, you know, was offered this class on Reiki, I totally thought it was absurd, I was like, there's no way that these invisible energy rays could do anything, um, until I was in the class, and I saw this dead bamboo tree start to turn green, and I was like, this is kind of crazy. This is like magic. I'm going to I'm gonna keep looking into this. And uh, I think that was really kind of the first moment I, I just kind of accepted that magic and energy was this real force. It set me on this path of self-discovery and really pushing myself to like change my own energy. Because if, if that dead bamboo tree could come back to life and so could I and that was a belief pattern I changed about myself that day I I used to see myself as this debilitated broken bipolar crazy person literally everybody told me I was I was this really just obnoxious loud talkative individual that uh, I didn't like myself, uh, 
being around myself was uncomfortable. But if, if I could heal this bamboo plant, maybe I could heal myself. Maybe I could heal, heal this behavior pattern that I had or the energy inside of me I could do something with. So I learned grounding. Grounded everything that wasn't me out of my body. I learned how to shield myself from other people's projections, other people's impressions of me, other people's, you know, I guess, ill wishes upon me, their own trauma, their own emotional impressions of their own day. When I was able to block all that out, my own truth became very clear. And I was really able to change my own belief of myself by doing Reiki on myself and and healing those parts of myself that were so wounded. So I already have changed a lot of my own belief patterns. I've changed a lot of belief patterns about love. I used to think love was the Hollywood um the Hollywood type of love. The kind of love that you fall into and you know that that nothing could break no matter what that that you know if you love somebody you know they could they could be the whole, most horrible person in the world and you would still go on loving them. But I've I've experienced a lot of disappointment in love. And I also have been very blessed in love. And I've I've had some incredible interactions with people. People I was so certain they were my soulmates. But later realized that they they were very toxic people who pretended to be what I thought um, they were or pretend to be these perfect people that were, they just were not. And I found a stable person who at first I was like, I don't, I'm not, I don't love this person. I don't like this guy. He really triggers me. He makes me so angry all the time. He's constantly, you know, making me feel bad about myself. But making me feel bad really challenged me to be better. And this person uh, that I've been with is uh, I've never grown so much as I've been with this person. And our relationship may not be traditional, may not be what I anticipated or even really what I wanted for love for most of my life. But I know that he is what I need, what I needed, because he's... He's stable. He's someone I can rely on. He doesn't lie to me. He doesn't even lie if I, if I don't look good in something. He's like, ha, 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 no, don't don't wear that. <laughs> I go, okay, thanks. And I go and I, I go get changed because I'm not I'm not gonna go out looking like that, you know. But you know, I'm I'm grateful that I have a partner who can be you know, so honest with me, so honest with me. And 
I, I've come to realize that truly love, love is a sense of safety that you get with another person knowing that, that they are just a reliable force in your life. That if you ask them for help, they will be there. They won't enable you. They won't do the freaking work for you. But they will be there. And that this person will give you sound advice. Reliable advice. That should you follow through. That it would be night and day results. And he has done that for me. He never did the work for me. But he always, he always gave me steps. And uh, I have so much to thank him for. So he really changed my belief system around love. And made me realize that love isn't, isn't necessarily this, this ideal, this, this fairy tale, ooey gooey fantasy, you know, Twitter patient fascination. It's, it's a comfort. It's a steadiness. And we have our ups and downs, but he's a steadiness. He's, you know, even, even in our confrontations, he's so logical and so willing to admit when he's wrong willing to call me out when I'm wrong and I'm grateful for that so all of these examples they may seem really non-cohesive but they are examples of the processes I have gone through what changing my beliefs of certain areas of my life this has happened with friends this has happened in my career this has happened in love, obviously, my relationship to money. So I just, I really want to share with you guys my personal growth, my personal evolution of my belief systems. And of course, of course, my religious belief system as well um, has changed a lot. You know, my, I, I shared a little bit gosh, a while ago that, that my parents both, uh, are not very open about their, their belief systems. My dad's a Jack Mormon, which is pretty much a, someone who was raised Mormon, baptized Mormon, and decided to leave the religion because he thought it was nonsense. And my mom is very private about her belief system. Uh, but she does believe in God and in the universe and in a spirit and for me, I was atheist most of my childhood because I felt that uh, there was there was no mercy. <laughs> there was no mercy. And I was like, if God was real, there would be mercy. Um, but that changed in my teens because I was like, I don't really know if there's a God and I have no way to prove it. So I became agnostic and was... It was kind of like, okay, can't prove this. If he's real, then great. If he's not, then great. I mean, I'm on the fence about it. 
but that that turned into a belief in in spirit of of others and of inanimate objects and animals and trees and that then developed into you know as i you know began to awaken began to get abilities and um different uh you know different memories coming in downloads i began to see kind of the 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 web of the universe the web of all and in this web i i really had an understanding of the multiverse and the journey that our souls take through the multiverse through our different lifetimes the different uh i guess the different levels of reality that we are all coexisting in the interactions between our souls the butterfly effects between us all and I changed my belief system for the last time to just believe that all is possible. That the individual creates the belief. That, you know, no matter what you believe, it's like manifestation, right? What you believe is what shapes your reality. So, um, that that has been a really reliable belief system for me ever since and um, has helped me do the work that I do because I can hold space for others um, no matter what their belief system is without having any uh, kind of projection of my own belief system I tell people hey this is what I believe these are the powers I connect with if you don't resonate with that don't worry Um, let me know if you're uncomfortable with that and I will um you know, I'll step away from that in this session. And, you know, I've never really had anybody tell me to stop doing something. So I feel that that's been a really positive, um, a positive change for me. And when I look at all of the changes and all the shifts that I've made and continue to make, because I am an evolving being, much as all of you are, I recognize that that really there's just so much I have yet to know and to learn and to uncover. And I'm actually really excited to be able to shift more of my belief patterns uh, moving forward into this, this new era. Because really, really we are in this new era. There's a lot of change happening. And I think a lot of us are going to be challenged to change our beliefs in many different ways. Whether that be how we view homeschooling versus in-person schooling or um, being changed, you know, uh, changing how we see, um, you know, friendships, you know, I used to think that friendships could only be in person, that you had to be able to, like, 
interact with your friend and be next to them and hang out with them for a friendship to thrive. Um, but during COVID, I've been able to meet with my friends online and do Zoom calls and play video games and um, just really have fun with them in new ways that I didn't think was possible. I mean, we're able to like watch TV shows on Netflix across the United States. I think that's really cool. Or to play Dungeons and Dragons over Discord. Like, I mean, so many different ways to interact with people, even when you're not in person, that I didn't know were possibilities. I really changed, changed my perspective of developing friendships, developing relationships with people. So just know that if you're in a place where you're feeling a lot of resistance in a certain area of your life, whether that be with money, whether that be in your relationship, whether that be in your friendships or, you know, in your schooling system or um, interactions with other people, interactions with how you view yourself, you know, how, how you view yourself, all of those things, if you're, if you're meeting resistance you are being asked to recognize that there is there is a paradigm that needs to be shifted there is a belief system that needs to be altered that maybe maybe you've grown out of this box and you have to uh expand your horizons expand your view of yourself or the situation a little bit more And in regards to, like, viewing yourself in a certain way, you know, this is this is a kind of a, a private story that I'm now making public as I now make this podcast. <laughs> um, when I was really little, in case you guys haven't noticed, I have a really deep voice. When I was really, really, really little, I used to think I was a boy. Uh, I was like, Mom, I'm a, I'm a boy. And she's like, ha, 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 no, you're not. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am. I'm totally a boy. She's like, no, no, I would know if you were a boy. And I was like, mm, no, I don't like pink. I don't like dresses. I am not a, not a girl. I'm just not a girl. I have this deep voice. I'm pretty certain I'm a dude. And my mom was like, nope. And for a long time, I really, I was convinced. I was like, I'm a guy. It's cool. I'm a dude. Like, I got this deep voice. I like baseball. Um, my idea of flirting is literally chasing a guy across the, you know, the playground by, you know, threatening to beat him up. Kind of a Helga Pataki take on, on love, I guess. And, um, you know, it, it didn't really sink in until like probably fourth or fifth grade I was like oh I guess I'm not a boy I'm just a really awkward tomboy girl and uh took me a long time to kind of be okay with that because even in junior high uh there were boys that spread some really bad rumors uh that I was a boy with anatomy and all and uh that that caused a lot of uh a lot of issues for me um, I, I, I had a lot of like, a lot of self-esteem issues. I actually gained a lot of weight after that. Um, I really questioned like 
if I was attractive at all. Um, for a really long time, I hated myself. Um, and in high school, I chopped my hair off. It actually was for like health reasons. I, I got lice and I had to chop my hair off, but I, I chopped it and I made it like really short. We're talking like like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, like chop short, like real short. Um, I loved it. I was so satisfied. I dyed my bangs purple. I looked, I looked so good. I was really happy. Looking back on my pictures now, uh, I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, I, w- I, I looked, I looked uh, questionable. <laughs> I looked questionable at the time. But I really, I, I dig my look. I had, you know, I, I wore a lot of uh, Hot Topic clothes. So we got trip pants with all the little bells and jingles and all the, you know, they, I looked really punk. I, I loved it. But uh, I really came to accept that masculine side of myself during that time. That I could be a masculine girl. And be cool with it. And after that era where I just kind of like got to be this like, you know, kind of (laughs) almost like a gunslinging chick, which I didn't actually have guns. I wasn't slinging anything. But like I was this like little bad A girl who just walked around in her leather jacket and all hours of the night doing random stuff. Uh, After that era, I grew up my hair started doing rainbow stuff. I was just, I felt really pleased. I I had like, I had moved into a a new phase where I was cool being this, this tomboy girl. And now I wear dresses and uh, the color pink. I actually have several things in my closet, like more than several. I have like a good, good selection of pink things in my closet. Um, I like dresses now. I changed my own belief system of myself once I was able to accept this this trait of mine that was really difficult to accept. So, um, I don't know if that if that story helped anybody out there. If there's a part of yourself that you really struggle to integrate, um, my best advice is to face that part of yourself head on and to really play with it and see what it is what it is that's asking to be integrated cuz for me it was a sense of empowerment you know um women have always kind of had a little bit of a disadvantage and when i was a tomboy when i you know when i was in my male power i got a lot more respect Um, I got a lot more respect from other people and that was weird. It was a weird thing to get more respect, um, being this like hardier person, but, um, learning to integrate that, um, has been a really powerful thing for me, a really self-empowering thing for me. And I, I don't have to change my identity. I know who I am. I am rainbow. I am a girl. 
I'm very pleased with being a girl. I, I like to wear dresses now and I like to sing and I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, but I like to wear my hair the way I like to wear my hair and I like to wear what I like to wear and I'm cool with, with who I am. And, uh, I just am who I am. And, uh, I finally have accepted that as part of my own belief system about myself. So I hope some of these examples, um, of my own personal life, like you guys really got, you know, a good, a good background on, on who I am and my, my own inner story and how, how I have been shifting and adjusting my inner world to evolve myself. Um, I think that that's a really powerful skill to have because when you're able to shift things about how you view the world, you can really begin to, uh, expand your horizons and open more, more doors of opportunity. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's been really helpful for me. Once I accepted magic was real, look at what I'm able to do. Once I accepted that I was a masculine girl, I really, I didn't have any self-confidence issues anymore. Um, so yeah, it's a way of healing. It's part of this, uh, ascension. It's really important that you guys take some time, evaluate your negative belief systems and start to clear them out of your system, right? Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Many, 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 many well wishes. And remember, I won't be around next week, but I will the following week. And I can't wait to um, ascend again with you guys. All right. Have a good one. Bye.
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension. <laughs>